Hey friends! This is Allison and Becky. And you're listening to Two American Peas in a Mexican Podcast. Woohoo! Hey friends! Um, so as promised, we are having another session of stories from the archives. Oh yes! And we had a lot of fun recording this one. Yes, we did. Um, and the, in today's episode, we talk about how we have become really good at creating something from nothing. From zero slash nothing. And sometimes it works really well. Sometimes <laughs> it does not work so well. Sometimes the working not so well works really well for us <laughs> and storytelling. Yes. So listen in. These are some really funny stories from our days at Agua Viva and some of the different events that we did there. I think we tell three different stories, and it's definitely worth listening to. Yeah, have fun. So enjoy it. So before we get started, we just wanted to um, tell you some things that are going on with this podcast that mean something to us. We have discovered over the time that we've been doing this podcast, which is what, like four or five months now? Um, something like that, yeah. 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 Um, that there were a, a number of people that started listening in the beginning, maybe just out of curiosity, but it looks like now we've settled down into a, a following of about 40 people, which makes us very happy. And yes. if you are listening to us, we are grateful. We, we love you, 40 people. Yes, we do. And we're so happy to know you. But we've also spent some time really digging deep and trying to figure out how we want to proceed with our podcast. And we really feel like God has put on our hearts to speak about our experiences as missionaries and what it is like to be on the mission field and in a different culture and things. And um, it's really not easy to get our podcast into the hearing of those people. So just a little thing here where we say, if you know some missionaries and you wouldn't mind sharing our podcast with them, we would be so grateful. Not because we think every missionary needs to hear our podcast, but we would like them to have the resource if it if they would like to have it. I think one, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you a little bit. Um, one of the things that I keep thinking is that how much a podcast would have blessed me in my mm -hmm. early years on the mission field, not because we're experts, not because we know everything about what we're doing, but just to be able to listen to someone who is living something similar as I am living in. I think that maybe what our, I think our desire is that people won't feel so alone yeah, in what they're going through. Definitely. Yeah. So we know that you probably don't know a ton of missionaries, <laughs> but if there's any way that you can share it with people that might be blessed like we would have been, mm -hmm. um, we would really love that. Thank you so much. We're grateful for you. And we also think that it's not just for missionaries. We, If you're enjoying this podcast and find it interesting, keep listening. We want you to keep listening. We want you to stay here with us. Definitely. Yeah. So... Today. 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 <laughs> it's um, our next story episode. Dun, dun, dun. And we're really excited about it. 
because today we're oh, gonna wait no we have what? a formal title for this what's our formal title <laughs> something stories from stories the from archives? stories from the archives stories from the archives episode two so here we go <laughs> so something that Allison and I pride ourselves on is um we have lots of experience making something out of nothing out of nothing out of nothing just like all ministries around the world agua viva has gone through times when the budget was a little tighter than other times um and allison and i nicely said becky nicely said (laughs) allison and i worked at agua viva at a time when the budget was pretty darn tight pretty darn so what something that we did over and over and over again was made something that we thought was pretty great out of absolutely nothing. So if we're we'll just, we're just going to tell you some stories, you can yeah. get an idea of what we're talking about. Yeah, definitely. So, but you know what we we forgot one thing that we were going to tell about. So I'm going to oh, throw yeah. it in here Do right it. now. Do it. Um, and this picture should should be up on our advertisement or whatever for today it's a time when we definitely didn't have any money and Becky I think it was your idea wasn't it to do something in the stars or uh, yeah. night in the stars yeah, or something I think this one was my idea yeah for a for a special dinner night for our students uh-huh. and so we made stars out of cardboard and we hundreds hundreds, hundreds of, of them. stars yeah. and we Covered them in aluminum foil, didn't Just we? Ima- yeah, imagine it kind of had the feel of like a high school prom. Yes. With yes. stars hanging yes. everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Hanging. We Then we hung them from our kitchen ceiling, which is high, really high. It's really high, yeah. The, ma- the maintenance guys had to do that. Yeah, they yeah. were They were not happy that day, but it no. looked pretty good. It did look good. Yeah. It was so fun. And so, anyway, Becky and I have... I hope you can tell by now that we have a sense of humor. <laughs> so at the end of the night, we were, we would, you know, all the beautiful party had happened and all the students had come dressed up to the max and their hair done and their makeup done and they just were beautiful. And we had this wonderful, wonderful time. And then they all went away and we were left to clean up. And so we were running around, we threw off our high heel shoes and we were running around just cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. But as we were cleaning, <laughs> Becky and I decided that we needed a picture of the two of us reaching for the stars. <laughs> so we took the picture and we were so proud of ourselves and it was so beautiful. <laughs> and then later when we were looking at the picture, we just had to laugh because we were standing on this concrete floor reaching toward these cardboard <laughs> aluminum foil cover stars in of overhead and you can see all these trash cans yeah, in the background from trash, the trash that we've collected trash cans all around <laughs> us it was a classic moment so but we anyway. were we yeah we've never stopped reaching for those stars <laughs> no. though you can count on us to keep reaching <laughs> okay becky you have to tell about san felipe okay so every summer we would choose a theme at Agua Viva and then every single group that came, um, we would do this the same special dinner for this group. But it was always something different every year and it's always a surprise. And it was always kind of a big deal. At least we thought it was a big deal. Um, so this one year, we turned one of our basketball courts at camp into San Felipe. Now, if you don't know what San Felipe is, it's this really pretty little beach town 
Um, and it's, you know, it's just kind of quaint and small, but there's a beach there. And uh, so... On the Sea of Cortez, so it's really warm. Yeah, really, really hot. And there aren't even waves. I mean, it's no, really... hardly. It's yeah. just sweet. It and is. it's super small. Mm-hmm. And basically, when I think of it, I think of walking all over the little downtown area kind of barefoot or max flip-flops yeah just like yeah or like laying in a hammock yeah yeah yeah, yeah fish kind of, tacos I mm-hmm. think fish tacos come from there yeah it's just that kind of setting yeah so that was the theme of our special dinner this year so um we like put this big mound of sand on the basketball court mm-hmm. and drew this big painted a big background that looked like the ocean and I think we even served fish tacos that year yeah I think so yeah and it was really fun it was a really fun special dinner but the our guests had to get from Ensenada to San Felipe, which is or from Agua Viva to San Felipe, which I'm really is like what a three hour drive. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Um, but so we told them all to meet us at the kitchen and get ready to travel. So they all met us at the kitchen, and none none of them knew what was happening. We we didn't ever tell them. Okay, what was now gonna, we're what not going really on. going to San Felipe. We're going from the kitchen to the far side of the camp where we had set up this mock San Felipe. So right. it was like it would be like a fifteen minute walk if you walked it, right? No, no, it would be more like a three minute walk, don't you think? From the kitchen. Uh-huh. Down well, to the do you have to go up to the road and around? Okay, maybe like a five-minute walk. <laughs> okay, well, Becky does it in five <laughs> minutes. I do it in 15. There you go. Anyway, so later we'll tell you exactly. We'll, we'll go and do we'll it and tell it. you how long it was. Okay, so anyway, all of this is to say... We had to travel from the kitchen to the basketball court. And we all acted like it was this big, long trip. And um, I think a couple of the staff members, like our job was to get all decked out in beach gear. I had this giant beach hat. And I think I had some board <laughs> shorts because they were cool back then. Um, and, you know, flip-flops. And we were all ready to go to the beach. And so we get, we had a, Agua Viva had a bus at this point in time. <laughs> and so we make everybody get onto the bus and then we drive from the kitchen over to the basketball court or San Felipe mm-hmm. um, on on the bus. And it's, you know, we just would do ridiculous things like go into the beach and make everybody yell. And some people loved it. Some people hated it. We had fun. <laughs> and and what was the funniest thing to me personally, this was hilarious because the real life road from from Agua Viva to San Felipe has a couple of um, like army like military checkpoints. Check yeah, points. you have yeah. to stop. Yeah, and, you have to yeah. stop, and they ask you questions, and sometimes you all have to get off the bus, and you know they kind of look around in your belongings and just try and make sure that everything's okay. And it's not for those of us that live here; it's not scary. I, I no. don't. I think as long as you don't, you know, you don't have anything uh-huh. wrong with it, you. Yeah, it's it feels, not scary. It feels just kind of like an everyday thing. Oh, I gotta stop. Tell them where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's well, not big, it's, it's, it's not, annoying because you well, have yeah. to get out, but it's not scary. So we thought it would be <laughs> hilarious to just make all these jokes and ha- have a fake military checkpoint and have all these jokes about it. And, we, and it always seemed like at these real um, military checkpoints that people that were running it were like really young soldiers. Well, yeah, like 18 like years old. Like super yeah. young, yeah. 
one time a guy got after me and he was in braces and had pimples <laughs> on his face. You know, it's just really young. So we got the youngest people at Agua Viva. We got the kids of one of these workers and we, we said, okay, bring out your toy guns and you guys are going to be these soldiers and we're going to stop. We're going to have because this at, checkpoint. At the actual checkpoints, they're always, you know, it's always these 18 year old kids and they're always carrying these giant yeah well to automatic me they look weapons. like machine guns yeah yeah we don't know but they look like big guns yeah, yeah yeah so we had these little kids that we were going to have do this and <laughs> then we built this sign and we just were having the most fun with the sign and i remember we said okay we okay we're gonna just write all these random <laughs> things on it so we said things like stop you vehicle and the signs are always kind of in broken English. Yeah, 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 yeah. Down here, it's not, they're not written by a native English speaker. Get out, get out, you car. <laughs> Stand still, look forward. If you look at us, we, we kill you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, of course, while we're making this sign and talking about this sign and practicing with the sign the first few times we are dying laughing we're just rolling <laughs> and laughing. imagine this sign i mean it was a, it was what like six feet tall oh or something. yeah it was, it was like a, a full piece of, piece of plywood piece of plywood okay with a seven-year-old and a 10-year-old and an 11-year-old standing in front of it with machine gun with pretend pretend guns, guns. Pretend guns toy yeah, guns yeah, yeah. Trying so, to enforce the rules. Well, can I go ahead and tell what our guests thought of that? Or are you going to yeah. get there? No, later? you go. You go for it. Okay, so we we thought <laughs> we thought this was hilarious, but all summer long, <laughs> apparently, we were traumatizing our American guests with this sign that said, "We will kill you." <laughs> okay, so anyway, all that was happening on the bus ride. Okay, so we so and we do the same dinner every single week for the summer. So we do it, I don't know, like 12 times or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So the first two times everything went great. People some people rolled their eyes, a lot of people got into it and just had a lot of fun. And we were just ridiculous on the bus. But then about 2 weeks into the summer, our bus broke down. <laughs> What a surprise. I know. That and so never happened. For some, and the only thing we were using the bus for was just for our trips from the kitchen to the basketball court. And for some reason, we couldn't find it in the budget to repair the bus <laughs> to take that short trip. So, but we still had to get people from the kitchen to San Felipe. And it takes 15 minutes. <laughs> well, something like that. Anyway, so, so. So then what we did was that we still had our same, one of our staff members, Chewy, who, if you know Chewy, you love, you Chewy. love him. Yes, He's just yeah, great. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he was the bus driver. He continued to be the bus driver. And so he would stand at a certain place in the dirt and we would make people line up in pairs, you know, like pairs two two sets of pairs oh okay two sets of pairs i didn't get that yeah yeah with an aisle in the yeah. middle because oh, yeah. you know we were on a bus oh yeah of course <laughs> so we would make people line up as if they were on the bus and then me and a couple other people who are all decked out in our beach gear would just be yelling ridiculous things the whole time and we'd, we'd make them like walk over to the basketball court in that formation as if they were riding on the bus <laughs> But all, you know, just walking over. So some people did it. Some people 
we're not big fans of that. So we would do things like speed, like yell speed bump and make everybody jump up at this one certain time because they were like going over a speed bump. But we still did the army checkpoint. We would still get to the army checkpoint and make them, uh, you know, get off, get off the bus. And, and they would, the kids would still, well, the, the weeks that the kids just showed up. Sometimes our soldiers didn't yeah, show up. Yeah, sometimes our soldiers were home playing soccer or something, <laughs> didn't really want to come. <laughs> anyway, so we, yeah, that's what, that's how we made a bus out of nothing. How we made a bus to get out to of San Felipe. And we thought we were just so entertaining. It is hilarious though, because <laughs> poor American groups, you know, they go out and work all day in the sun and they come home and all they want to do is eat dinner. And then we <laughs> put them through all this. Which leads me to the next story, which is the summer that we had. It, it kind of took after the Flintstones. Oh my gosh. And this, was, that was... this was before I was on staff. I'm, I don't know this story, so I'm excited about this, this one. This summer was truly, truly fun. I think our theme was something about standing on the rock or something. I don't know. But we we went off on a tangent there and we based everything off of the Flintstones. And so we had a a fake rock wall and people had to climb to the top of the rock wall and capture a flag at Uh the top of it. And we had them cross, we did a crossing the pond where you had, I don't know, like four lily pads, but seven people. And so you had to get seven people across the pond. Yeah, I did go that summer. I wasn't on staff, but I did go with my, with my church. And so I was there for one weekend. I wrote that summer stands out as one of the better special dinner summers. Didn't you have like a Flintstones car? Oh my gosh. We had the best Flintstones (laughs) car. I mean, it was exactly right. Uh huh. It had a big stone wheel in front and a big stone wheel in back, but they were all made out of like cardboard or something so Uh super light and then it had you know the the sticks coming up and then the draping tarp thing on the top and it was all and it had handles it was like empty on the inside Mm -hmm. with this um with room for four people to stand inside of it underneath the little tarp and it had handles on the inside so we also all got like a fake fur costumes yeah I, all I remember those I remember had that all this stuff fur, yeah, yeah costumes on all summer and I was like in high school I mean this was a while ago yeah yeah and so and then we got the exact um costumes made for Fred and Wilma and uh-huh. what's the other guy Barney Barney uh-huh. I think yeah I think yeah so. and his wife whatever yeah yeah, yeah. and and so we had this race where you had to start when the timer started you had to go and you had to run over and you had to throw these costumes on over your regular clothes uh-huh. and then you all had to jump into the Fred Flintstone mobile and then you had to pick it up and you had to run this obstacle course and you had to jump over a log and yeah, you had to I go Yeah, I did over. that. I did that race. Oh, did it, you win? Uh pro- I'm sure probably. <laughs> You had to go over a log. You had to go around in a circle. You had to go around a a big rock. I don't remember yeah. what all you had to do. But it was, you know, it wasn't super it, easy. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't super hard, but it wasn't yeah. super easy. 
And so then we timed the different groups and whoever, you know, whoever made it in the least amount of time won. So this one time, we were so proud because all <laughs> summer people did that and they didn't get hurt. No one got hurt. Uh-huh. And I remember at the very last group of the summer, we were all standing around going, it's amazing that no one has gotten hurt on this obstacle course yeah. because there's so many things that could go wrong with it. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this last group gets in and this girl is in the foursome that's going to go in the Fred Flintstone car uh-huh. and her family's there and watching the whole thing. And so they all get in and they go and somehow she loses her footing and she's in the front of the car. Uh-huh. So she loses her footing. She falls. I think she smacked, if I'm not mistaken, she smacked her like chin on the front wheel uh. of the thing. And then she fell down and the rest of the team ran <laughs> she, over her. Oh, she like, got run over. She got run over by the Fred Flintstone <laughs> car, the Yabba Dabba Doo car. And, and, and everybody was appalled. I mean, we were just appalled. We didn't even really know what to do. I think we just all froze in place and we're just standing there <gasps> staring and like not knowing what to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it hits all of us that her mom is watching this whole thing, has mm. just watched her daughter go down and, and get, get run right over and so we're all just like holding our breath when her mom yells Sarah get up you're losing the race (laughs) (laughs) oh I just had I just had this look into my future (laughs) it was so great Oh, oh my gosh. Did she? She, did she, she, she was totally fine. She got okay. up and finished the, the race. race. And she never, ever once complained about anything. Oh. So, you know, yeah. adrenaline counts for a lot. Yeah, really. <laughs> did she win? I, I don't think so. But it was funny. It was hilarious. The whole <laughs> thing was hilarious. It was so just so classic that we said that particular time. It was so amazing that nobody got hurt. And then um, that. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to happen the very last <laughs> yeah. day of youth camp is when everybody gets yeah, hurt, the very yeah. last week of summer. Yeah. Now we're on to our grand finale oh, story. Yes. This, this one story. is just the best. I don't, I, this might be my favorite Agua Viva story of all time. Yeah, it's a, it's so good. It's good. It's so, so good. So let me start it yeah. because it starts with an Allisonism for <laughs> sure. So we had, I mean, this year, most years we had very little budget money. Yeah. But this year, this particular year, we had zero, zero money. And it was coming time for graduation for our students. And like mm-hmm. we mentioned before, we always like to have a special, it's kind of like a prom without the dance. We like to have a special dinner uh-huh, yeah. and a get together and, you know, just time for the students to be together before they graduate and go their separate ways. And we tell them they have to dress up and, it, you know, it's just really, yeah. really Everybody special. gets into it. Like all the girls really. get, find all fancy dresses and they help do each other's hair and stuff. It's really fun. It's yeah. And that particular year, we had kind of a lot of students. I think we had between 40 and 50 students. Yeah, so that's probably why big. we didn't have any money. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. So um, we did have this one storage room where we kept all things, mm-hmm. just all random things. And so I went in there and I was looking for what random things we had. And we had some a bunch of old candles. And we had 
brown paper bags. And so I said, luminarios, we've got to do, or how do you say them? <laughs> Luminaries? <laughs> <laughs> I always invent my own words. So luminaries. That's probably what it is in Spanish. Yeah, luminario. I don't know. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's about. luminaries in English. Anyway. Anyway. So I, I got this great idea, and, and, and we have creek beds at Agua Viva, so I thought, okay, the sand will be mm-hmm. free. All of that was free. In fact, I think that that year, my husband, who was our boss, uh-huh. told us we could have zero dollars for yeah. that event, yeah. like zero. And the other thing, the other decorating thing we did that you will find out later in the story why this is so significant is that we had a bunch of these old kind of they were actually kind of cool looking like rickety old wooden ladders around and so we you we put those everywhere and found these old pieces of fabric and kind of like draped them over the ladders it was really cool looking it looked really pretty yeah we were impressed we We were impressed with ourselves (laughs) (laughs) what a surprise But we were particularly impressed that on zero dollars we could do all this. And it looked re- everything looked really pretty it once did. it was all decorated, yeah. It did. So the morning mm-hmm. of, I think it rained that week. Did it rain that week? Yes. Yeah. Because the morning of, I started going out and filling these, or did I make everybody do it? I can't you remember. You made us all the, do it. Okay. Okay. So we all filled the <laughs> luminaries the, with sand. Uh-huh. Just and, the paper bags. Yeah. And yeah. set them there. And a little bit later, somebody went to pick one up, and the whole bottom fell out of it because the sand was wet. Uh-huh. And All of our sand was wet. We didn't think to put any aside before it rained. Or I guess yeah, maybe we yeah, didn't know it was going to rain or something. Rain. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. And so, anyway, you know, the day of, we're finding out that this is our wonderful idea is not going to work all of a sudden. So... I got this brilliant idea because I had also found a, a random whole bunch of, like, were they sandwich size? They were like Ziploc Ziploc bags. Yeah, yeah, what we would do is anytime a group came down and, you know, did a craft at a vacation Bible school, they would, most times, they would just leave whatever was left behind and say, here, you can have this. And so we would throw it into that storage room. So we had all kinds of just random stuff in there. Okay, so I had this great idea. What we're going to do then is we're going to take a whole new set of these brown paper bags. And I'm not kidding. I think we did like 200. Yeah. I feel like I it, think, the number was 200. I think the number was 200, yeah. And, and then we were going to put the sand in the Ziploc bags that we were not going to zip completely closed because we needed to stick the candle in the sand. So then we stuck the candle in the sand, stuck the whole thing in the brown paper bag. Problem solved. Problem solved. Stuck them on the on the beautiful fabric flowing down ladders. on the wooden ladder. We put them all on all the different windowsills, which yes. at that point in time were wood. Yes, we put them on the wooden mantle. We did. I think we made this this big long like entryway, oh, yes. a path out. inside and outside. Inside and outside. I mean, yes, they were beautiful. They were everywhere. They were like all along the the edge of the stage, I yeah. think. They were everywhere. And so, you know, we were so excited about it and waiting and waiting and waiting till just the right moment to light the candles. And then it was just the right moment. We lit all the candles. We went running around like all of us lighting candles. And it like, looked so it, it pretty. Was beautiful. It, was it was beautiful. It was really pretty. Yeah. We were just basking in the fact that with zero dollars, <laughs> we had made something really, really special. Yeah. Really, and it was. It was really, really magical. It truly was really, really, it really pretty. Really, really For a while. So, <laughs> 
So, <laughs> so the students come in and they're starting to get their you know, hot punch and laugh and take pictures together and have a good time. And all of a sudden we look over and one of our luminaries is like on, on fire. It's just a little fireball sitting there on the windowsill. So what was happening? Let me tell you what was happening while we were basking in all of the greatness of these luminaries was that the, so the candle was melting the plastic bag that was around <laughs> it. So kind of, you have to kind of picture this. So the plastic bag starts to melt in towards the candle and it melts as, as the candle's melting down. As it melts in, the plastic bag catches on fire, which then catches the paper bag on fire, which becomes just a fire bomb. I mean, a fire bomb. Like you would look over it and where there was once a luminary, there was now this little pile of poof of fire. Yeah. Poof of fire. Yeah. And, and we had 200 of those. And we had 50 guests inside. <laughs> and on, and we had filled the kitchen with rickety old ladders. We had filled the kitchen with kindling. Kindling! <laughs> Everything was on kindling. Everything was. And, but but, <clears throat> but this tells a little bit about us. We didn't just... What would a normal person have done, <laughs> Becky, right then? A normal person would have said, Wait, I'm going to burn down Agua Viva. I better go blow out all these 200 candles. Right now. Right now. But no. It was too pretty. We were too proud of ourselves. <laughs> it was magical. And so we just we just went diving for the firebomb. There were like three or four of us that whole night that all our all only did. our only job was to watch for fireballs. And yes. we would grab them and either throw them into the sink if we were close to the kitchen or if we were closer to the fireplace, we'd throw them into the fireplace. We would just kind of throw them wherever we could. And the funniest thing is no one was noticing any of this was going on. I guess not everybody paid as much attention to our beautiful luminaries as we did. One time I was on this stage giving <laughs> giving an announcement and I saw one over on one of the rickety ladders and I was like trying to get all of your attention up to go get it and to go save it and no one was paying any attention so I put down I put down the microphone and I ran in my high heel shoes across the kitchen as fast as I could I grabbed the fireball I threw it into the sink and not one person noticed so so many people were paying attention to you yeah yeah so glad they were paying attention to my announcement oh my gosh we were running inside and outside and I mean how many of them maybe like 70 of them burned up yeah that that we caught then we were cleaning up yes and we kept finding little piles of ash because they were fireballs that we didn't catch ash ash covered with a nice little mound of wet sand oh <laughs> <laughs> the wet sand was probably what saved us that's probably it yes that and the hand of god i mean <laughs> i i can i other than the wet sand which we just thought of right now there's no other explanation for why we did not burn down the kitchen that night. Yeah, I think that, you know, we could have lost our life in two ways that night, really. 
We could have lost our life because we burned down the entire dining hall. Right. Yeah. Or we could have lost our life if my husband had ever noticed that those <laughs> fireballs were going did he on. Ever, did you he, ever tell him the oh, story? Oh, I'm sure I told him. but And he probably was mad after the fact, but <laughs> then what could he do? <laughs> we didn't burn down. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't even get over that, the fact that nobody else noticed. I they, they, it was just such a magical night. Everybody was into what they were talking about and their Yeah, that's true. You know, whatever. But it was hilarious. I wish we could I wish so bad we could go back and replay that night and just yeah. watch us darting. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. So sometimes coming up with something out of nothing goes really well. And sometimes <laughs> You're throwing fireballs into the sink all night. (laughs) Well, this concludes (laughs) stories from the archives number two. We've got number three and number four already well on their way to being planned. So Yeah, stick around for those ones. And once again, we'll ask you um, to take a minute and share this. Uh, our our podcast or send it to your missionary friends. Um, The other thing you can do that's really helpful is go to specifically an Apple podcast. I know that um, I don't think you can rate podcasts on Spotify, but if you listen to us on Apple podcasts, go and give us a rate us and leave a review. We love the feedback and it also the more ratings and the more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. Yeah. Um, And we'd love to get this out there to a missionary who could use a good laugh or who could just who um, would be blessed to know that they're not the only person who's gone through culture shock or they're not the only one raising their kids in a foreign culture Mm -hmm. um it really is our heart yeah and to laugh too yeah (laughs) we're so grateful for you thanks for being with us today yeah remember that love crosses cultures If you liked what you listened to, please subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram at two American Peas in a Mexican Pod. Look for a new podcast to release every other Friday. And remember, love crosses cultures.